Hello and welcome to the Gen Z Journey with myself, Rio Pengrice. And myself, Joe Rodriguez. And we're brought to you in association with Culinary Group Solutions. And we make restaurants and food services successful by design. So join me on this journey as we learn about the lifestyle of entrepreneurship. So hello and welcome to another Gen Z Journey podcast. We're doing another guest podcast here today uh, and and me and Joe are hosting. Uh, Today we're joined by the wonderful Charles and uh, Charles will introduce himself in a short minute but I'd just like to take uh, kind of about 30 seconds at the start of these podcasts just to reiterate why we do these Um, and it's just so our audience can really gain um, from the experiences that our guests have had in both business and in life um, and share them with you to hopefully you can either relate to them or perhaps in the future something may come up and you go I remember what Charles said and uh, and take from it so that's really why we do these podcasts and again I'd just like to con- convey that message at the start but without further ado Charles go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, just give the audience a little bit about you before we dive into the main body of this podcast. Well, thanks, Rio. Thanks, Joe. Um, my name is Charles Crowhair. I'm born and raised here in Livermore. As far as, uh, our family's been in Livermore since the 1870s. Uh, still living here with my wife, as far as my kids are all grown, as far as uh, out of the Livermore school system. I know a lot of people uh, love, to see, love to hear that part. The, uh, my background, as far as our family, has property here in Livermore, as far as that my great-grandfather bought in the 1930s. We've been here before that, but my great-grandfather bought a part of the historical estate called Olivina. That was formed in 1881. It's been in our family since the 1930s. I'm fourth generation. My dad is still around, so we still have two generations working the property and the olive orchard. Besides that, as far as I've been a banker here in Livermore, for almost 40 years, uh, working with uh, a couple different banks as far as now with a credit union, uh, trying to help the small businesses here in the Livermore area. Excellent. Thanks for that introduction. And I think we should definitely touch on it, Joe, as well, is is how did you and and Charles meet? Well, you know, food, food, olives, come on. (laughs) That's how we met. Uh, We had something in common. Um, no, when, uh, I believe it was almost 31 years ago when I did start, uh, the, the catering company, I was, uh, introduced to Charles, uh, through another colleague that does also have an olive ranch. And I believe that's where we, uh, that's where we, uh, hooked up and met ever since then. It's been uh, a real friendship. I, and I say friendship, not a not a colleague, not an associate, a friendship. And it's been a real pleasure. And Charles has so much to, to uh, offer to the community and uh, as you will hear in the next few minutes. Yeah, absolutely. And that's uh, definitely what we're looking forward to, to getting into, uh, Charles. But I'll start off with the kind of first main question of the podcast and, and that is, what is your definition of entrepreneurship? Well, for, for me, as far as, and I know everybody will have a little different take on it, but for me, it's that person that's willing to take the risk and has the drive to go out and start a venture as far as without anybody else clearing the path for them. They have that vision. They, they uh, almost thrive on 
as far as uh, the fact that they're the, the, the one that's kind of leading the charge and going to a different direction, sometimes even against opposition, people telling them that they can't do it. Uh, but you know, if, if they do it smart, as far as, but they're, they're certainly not afraid to, to go and step out as far as uh, of the, the normal uh, work career that uh, so many of us fall into. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And uh, would you say that you um, very much identify with that kind of uh, definition through the work with Olivina? Well, I mean, as far as certainly the, the direction was initially set for my great-grandfather and my grandfather mm -hmm. and before me and my dad and I have, have, have kind of blazed our own trail in the sense as far as that we developed it back to kind of in a similar direction as it originated because Olivina originally had olive trees and vines. That's where the name came from, olives and vines, Olivina. Mm. Um, the olive trees, the, the ones that are still on the historical estate uh, that date back that far, is where there's a few of them, but we really kind of resurrected that back in uh, uh, the 1990s when we uh, developed the additional trees, planting it and reestablishing the name as far as here in Livermore area in the sense that people were more aware of it. I mean, it's been here since the 1880s, but we're certainly much more aware of it now. So from uh, that perspective, as far as, yeah, we went to a different type of agricultural product here in this Livermore Valley area than most people have done. Uh, most, of course, farmers and growers in this area are vineyards. I mean, grape growers, uh, besides the cattle. So we were went a little different direction. And it definitely felt like we were all alone, blazing our own trail back in the 1990s because it was a relatively uh, small and young industry back then for the olive oil here in California, that is. Uh, in the sense, as far as entrepreneurship, as far as uh, from my banking world, as far as I wouldn't say that I'm the entrepreneur, but I certainly work with plenty of them and enjoy as far as and almost try to, to be part of them as far as, as they're going through that process. I'm very vested with a lot of my relationships that I've established with some of these business people over the years. Uh, and with that, as far as I feel part of their business. So when they decide to go down a certain path, I'm, I'm right there with them. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's excellent, and we'll certainly be drawing on on some of those uh, experiences as we go, as we go through. I'm sure. Um, and one of the things I wanted to to kind of highlight uh, as well to people is is from the discussion that we had just before this before the podcast began. Um, and and for me and for this channel, we very much believe that kind of entrepreneurship is a, is a lifestyle, and it's the way in which you you go about your life. Um, and something you were describing. Uh, at the, at the beginning was very much resonated with me in terms of those long hours um, that you that you got to put in so would you would you like to tell us like Joe like Joe said what a typical week looks like when you're in the mill um, uh, creating the olive oil what does what does that look like in terms of hours and and work that you're putting in sure and any any business person uh, can re relate to this because every business person has worked some long hours at some time in their career as far as uh, and, and many times went unnoticed. And they weren't doing it for the recognition. They weren't looking at doing it for the fame. It was just their baby and they, they want to run that business. So as I was kind of joking with you and Joe earlier, 
uh, I take my vacation from the banking world as far as during all of harvest season, which is typically or predominantly November timeframe. Uh, I take my vacation. Vacation means getting up and being in the mill room as far as usually by five o'clock before the, the sun is up as far as have to get the, the uh, harvest crew going as far as get them uh, ready to go because the, they'll be all ready to go as soon as the sun starts peeking up over the hill as far as if not before. And then uh, from that point on, I'm in the mill room getting it ready as far as for milling of the olives because the key for us is milling those olives as soon as they're done, as soon as they're picked off the tree, we want to get them in the mill. So my typical day during the critical time of harvest is from five o'clock in the morning till if there's a lot of olives, I'll be there till 11 midnight as far as uh, that evening. And that's the, that's my day. So 20 hour day and go home, take a, a few hours Z's and right back at it the next day. That's true entrepreneurship at its best. <laughs> I don't know about best, but I mean, in the reality of it. <laughs> It is because there's a passion for it. You, you said it so well. It is. It's a passion. It's a drive. And and I really like what you said there as well, Charles, about how they do it. They do it for the passion. They do it not because they want recognition for it, um, just because that's that's their baby. That's their thing, and they they want to they want to do it. They get they get kicks out of it, right? That's the their their thing. And and I think you just completely embody that by saying that that's your vacation. <laughs> I think that's a, an excellent way of putting it. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. And I, I wanted to bring that to the table for people just so they can they can understand that. And, and uh, I definitely appreciate that um, as well on your side of things. But um, now that I've asked you a bit about that, let's go more into your background before we kind of focus too much on, on what's going on at the moment. So um, yeah, just let's go into your background of, of where the, the banking kind of began for you, uh, maybe starting at college and, and where, where you went from there. Okay. Well, I, I went to the college. I graduated from Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Uh, many folks around here know of as far as, and surprise, surprise, I had a business background with an ag business minor to it, <laughs> agricultural component. Uh, that was a part of me as far as even at, because since I've been working here on the property since I was tall enough to walk. So uh, I enjoyed that as far as just naturally gravitated towards the finance side. Uh, that seemed to be an area that of interest me as far as, uh, so I moved towards that direction. Uh, stayed down in the central coast as far as for about a year after graduating but that didn't last long and came back up here because my roots as far as are right here in Livermore Valley. So started working for a bank back in the 18 or 1980s. Feels like 1880s. <laughs> 1980s. Uh, as, and that was a small community bank called Central Bank, which eventually became Bank of the West. Uh, after 22 years in that location here in Livermore, as far as uh, left it, to go work with another small community bank uh, called Tri-Valley Bank. Sort of was there for about, uh, I think it's 15 years as far as Tri-Valley Bank got acquired by Heritage Bank as far as was there for about a year, year and a half before just recently leaving the start of this year. And now I'm working with a group called Uncle Credit Union. Uncle Credit Union is something special about the uh, uncle is the fact that it was established here in Livermore. It's been here 
for about 70 years based here, continues to be based here, and really has a strong focus towards members, uh, their, their customers. And uh, I, I really enjoy the, the, uh, the mindset as far as the, the approach that they take of really trying to help their customers. Because my, my big charge for my job, surprise, surprise, is to help the business people, the small business mm -hmm. people here in this area is my main focus. So um, our CEO brought me on board as far as the help in that realm. And all part of this conversation tonight as far as uh, my goal is to help support them, those small business people, those entrepreneurs that are just starting up new companies uh, with their banking needs as they need it. But that's enough of promotion for... <laughs> No, excellent. I'm glad you get glad you highlight that as well. Um, and and just uh, as far as the um, Olivina goes, uh, where did you really start to? Uh, you said you've been working there pretty much your whole life, but kind of what's your role in it now, and 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 how long have you had that role for? You know. Well, and again, Joe can relate to this as far as I'm the chief bottle washer. I'm the janitor. As far as that you can put any title on me as far as and it probably fits as far as from top to bottom. Uh, my my dad is still very active as far as with the business as far as and kind of now he's 88 years old. So he's out there as far as checking things out all the time. Most of the time my role is, is more from the, the, the back office, the financial side of things, uh, operations, just running the operations. I'm not in the orchard during the, the week, weekend, different story as far as I could be out there. Uh, and of course, most of my labors or as, uh, hand labor as far as uh, is during the milling time for me. Right. But most of my role is uh, the, the operations, the sales, uh, the finance, uh, all the back office stuff that, uh, that's necessary for any business. Absolutely. Absolutely. And is that, um, so what does a typical day look for, look like for you then? You go to the bank, then you come home and you'll work a little bit on the on the, on the um, the Olivina side of things or is that kind of more sporadic until it comes around to the milling season? What does that kind oh, of Oh no, like it's, it's every day. It's <laughs> here as as I'll be working on invoicing and answering emails. And uh, we try to help a lot of growers as well around the area or throughout California. Uh, that have questions as far as, so we try to help them. It's, it's a nice industry because everybody tries to help each other. It's mm -hmm. not competition as far as it really is a supportive industry, uh, which I appreciate. So uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of phone calls and emails as far as every night, every night, as far as weekends, as far as uh, tomorrow morning, as far as I'll be at the farmer's market over in Pleasanton with my dad, uh, doing some sales as far as an education when it comes to olive oil. We uh, occasionally will do tasting groups as far as during normal times, not during COVID-19 time, but uh, we'll do tastings, we'll do tours out here. So doing all that as far as in between everything else. You know, Char Charles and I joke around during the week, we try to either email each other and He's so darn busy that I can't even get an appointment with him during the week. So I just run down to the farmer's market and then that's how we, we see each other. <laughs> <laughs> and then I book myself 
and I can finally talk to him. <laughs> Got a captive audience then, right? Yeah. Uh, because between eight and one, as far as you, you've got me caged in. As as... <laughs> and um, my next question for you is, is kind of on this journey through uh, both your, your finance and banking and, and also with the Olivina. Who or what has been some key experiences for you along that journey and, and why were they so key to your learning, understanding and, and development? Yeah, I mean, as far as I'm starting to show my age, I guess, as far as, as I answer this, but uh, I mean, the more I reflect as far as I get older, as far as the more I realize the business people that are truly successful are the ones that do have more of a balance. They understand that it's not, not all about how many digits are on the balance sheet in terms of their equity, uh, how, many, how, many, how much money is sitting in the bank account as far as at the end of the day, or even what kind of car they're driving as far as uh, it's really being able to take pride in your business, take a pride in the way you've treated your employees, obviously how you treat your your customers as well, but also having that balance as far as between work and family. I mean, none of us are perfect as far as I, I'm, my kids will be the first to tell you as far as that the, I didn't give them as much time as they, they may have wanted as far as when they were younger. Uh, but I, I'm hoping as far as uh, that I was somewhere in the middle as far as, but I think for those that are really successful type of business people really understand that as far as it, we're not all going to get it right away as far as, but if we can learn it earlier before the, rather than later, I think you're light years ahead. Mm. You know, and, and that reflects in our relationship too. And that's what I said earlier. It, ours is a friendship. And I believe that also reflects Charles in the community. And that's what makes him so successful also. Mm. Well, and, and Joe, as far as you kind of touched upon a, a word that I really do uh, like to reflect on, and that's the word relationship, is for something that I think is important, not just in work, a business arena, but right. at home, as far as in everywhere else, is to have those relationships as far as, and it has to be a win-win for both parties. I mean, something that I, I've learned from being a Rotarian for many years, as far as the is it to fair to all concerned? I mean, what a, a great saying as far as, I mean, you know, for me to win at your expense as far as is not the way to, yeah. to operate. As, uh, some people still do it in, in the working, you know, in, the, in their careers, but it's short-lived as far as and it'll come back to, to bite you in the, you know, the rear as far as real quick. And I don't want to live my life. I don't want to reflect on my life as far as, uh, uh, later in my years as far as and realize that I did that to other people certainly and I think I think that's really big for for like a younger generation such as myself you know to hear that 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 providing genuine value and a win-win situation and setting up win-win situations for people in the long run is going to take you a lot further than than those short-term gains you know and I think that's uh, very important for for people particularly my age to hear but everyone as well um, and uh and so what kind of people would you say then, um, I think you kind of touched on this by saying um, that, that you, you, uh, the, the value that you see in setting up win-win situations, but what kind of people do you like to, to do business with? Um, what kind of people really attract you and you're like, okay, I want to I sort some sort of deal out with this person? 
Yeah, I mean, I think we've already kind of touched upon it a little bit as far as uh, those that have similar view values to that, as far as that do appreciate that relationship. And I certainly see that with a lot of people that work in the service industry, as far as Joe's a good example of that, as far as because service, I mean, people have to understand what you provide as a service has value. If they don't understand that, then they're probably not going to appreciate your business. Uh, so business people, as far as, or just even personally, as far as people that value that relationship, they're there for you when you need them, as far as, and you're there for them when they need you. It doesn't have to be at every turn, as far as, but just know that if you needed somebody, they're a phone call away, as far as, and, I, I enjoy that from the banking side of things, uh, working with these businesses, because they know that if they have a question that's totally unrelated to their finances, but that they just want to bounce it off of somebody, I, I hope that they feel that they can call me and uh, ask me as far as uh, we can kind of walk, work their way through it. Absolutely. And that, that's something, uh, Joe, we've spoken about here uh, on the podcast before, is that just doing business through relationships and people like to do business with people. Um, and then that's a really you know important factor. So, yeah, awesome. Awesome that you were speaking on that, um, Charles. That's, that's great. And uh, my next question for you was on you, you spoke about you like to reflect on a lot. Um, and it's, it's a question we ask all of our kind of guests because we um, on the channel, so myself, Joe, and then also our, our other member and, and host sometimes, Aaron, um, we all journal um, because we see it as a good kind of reflective task. But I was just going to ask you, do you journal or do you do anything to help you kind of reflect on anything really on experiences, on days or whatever? Yeah, not in the traditional sense where I have a journal that I'm writing into each day as hers, but just part of my habit of uh, keeping my day having some kind of order is I, I do have a, a, a calendar, a binder that I write down pretty much everything that I'm doing that day as far as, and that does help me kind of reflect as far as on, you know, what went right, what didn't go right, as far as what can I learn, as far as, and, and just uh, those that I tend to obtain a new relationship with that I really seem to gravitate towards, I start seeing their name more and more often as far as uh, throughout my daily calendars as I go forward. But it, it's not something I consciously write in and kind of recap my day. Uh, I know that works for some as far as, uh, could potentially work better for me, but I have not incorporated that. Oh, certainly. And it's and like Joe always says to me, it's what, what works for you, you know. There's different ways of doing things, certainly. Certainly. And so uh, where do you feel that you currently are kind of in your journey um, in both aspects of it? Where do you, where do you feel you are now? Well, it, it's uh, interesting. People always ask me, I'm 60 years old. I mean, when am I going to retire? But I tell people my dad's 88 and he hasn't retired yet, so I don't have a chance as far as. Uh... <laughs> You're a few years off. Yeah, I, yeah. I, until he slows down, as far as I don't have a choice, as far as. But uh, part of the, something that's been ingrained into me from him, as far as, uh, is I just continue to work. I don't ever plan on retiring per se. I mean, there may be different things as far as that I do as far as in life, but uh, uh, or just the, the percentages of my day may change, ebb and flow a little bit. But uh, I love the olive oil industry. I love the, the people that, you know, 
uh, are in the industry, the people that use the olive oil, the passion that people have, especially a lot of the professional chefs, and Joe is a good example of that, uh, the people that really, really you know, sort of appreciate what olive oil does. Uh, mm -hmm. So that part kind of keeps me going. And then from the, the, from the financial side, as far as the banking side, I just love the, love the small businesses. It's so different than the olive oil industry in a lot of ways that the two of them kind of kindle my fires or just in different ways as far as uh, they keep me going. So I, I don't ever plan on slowing down in the sense of, you know, putting my feet up as far as uh, in the lounge chair and sitting on the beach as far as that's just not me. Much to my wife's chagrin. You know, I got to jump in here right now. And uh, Rio, I've said this a million times, so get ready again. And again, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And you can see the passion overflowing it. Uh, and I'm sure that uh, you've got the best of two worlds. What you just said, you can bounce between the banking and the, you know, the, uh, the, the olive orchard. And uh, that's even a rarity because then, then you have a, even a more variety that enlightens and really, uh, what do you say, uh, burns your fire. Yeah, well, as, especially, I mean, this year, is a, the start of this year was a great example as far as after coming over to Uncle Credit Union uh, and our CEO is terrific. I love him to death as far as, and he's allowed me to kind of go down a path of helping develop more to help the small business people in this area, which I believe that the banks in today's world as far as just aren't doing enough of. Part of that, a big part of that is regulations have created that burden uh, that the banks have a tough time with. So it has kind of stoked my fire again as far as, or even more so as far as from the banking side, because we're now we're developing a brand new program from the, the, the basic levels as far as to really help the small businesses in this area, the Livermore Pleasanton area predominantly. We have offices as well in Tracy and Stockton, but um, with me being based right here, it's really for the Tri-Valley. And that really does get me stoked as far as I, I enjoy talking about it. The passion yeah. overflows. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, what I can really kind of get from, from you, Charles, is that that, that positivity that passion like you were saying overflows but then um impacts all the relationships that you have whether that be through the olivina whether that be through uh, the bank it all like you were saying it complements each other um and uh, i think that's awesome to see as well and, and like joe was saying finding something that you genuinely love doing um and you have a passion for um is is kind of just yeah embodied by by uh, by yourself, Charles. So I think that's 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 awesome. Yeah, I, I think that's important for everybody, and and it, it looks different for everybody. I mean, just the path I took would not be the same as far as for either one of you as far as, and we all have to find that path and what works for you, as far as, and that looks differently for a sixty-year-old compared to your age, Rio. As far as, uh, <laughs> as, far as uh, it uh, definitely as far as uh, uh, looks different. But it, we got to find that what that is as far as for each of us. Uh, but I definitely appreciate the relationship, something, a challenge that we're all going to experience as we go forward as far as 
is nowadays there's less relationship thanks to the the technology as far as uh, the smartphones as far as the internet as far as, uh, there's less of that relationship and uh, although there are there's benefits to that but there are some negatives that go along with it as well uh, just just a short example is all these ppp loans that everybody's working on through the COVID 19. i've been trying to hold uh, folks hand through the process as far as uh, working through some of these and uh, those that had tried to do the PPP loans through the software programs sometimes were successful other times say they hit a brick wall because they there's no relationship there it's a matter of you click a button and it either responds or it doesn't there's nobody on the, the back side that's working with you it's all more software driven uh, and again, as far as I'm maybe showing my age, but relationships are such an important part of everyday life. No, I think we certainly agree, you know, and I think that's you know, that's why we're having this conversation. We can learn a lot more through the relationships with people um, because similarly in the technological sense, you know, we could learn a lot from the textbook, um, but we wouldn't necessarily understand it from a real life perspective like we're having the conversation with now. So. No, I think we definitely agree with you here on the channel. And I think Joe Joe definitely advocates that. And I'm sure you have something to say on that, Joe. I, I do, but uh, we, this podcast would go on forever. I just want to <laughs> I, I interject. Charles, you just touched on something really, really good. Um, evolving with the times. That's basically what we were saying. And just imagine, again, we could just go on. Let's take it back to when your great-grandfather bought the land to today. If you didn't evolve with it and change and adapt, you wouldn't be here today. The, the ranch or the, the, uh, the orchard wouldn't be here today. Uh, and I say, and I please, I say that in the deepest respect. It just shows, though, what a, what a great thing that, uh, that, that your family has been able to do because... Th- Look through history. Uh, organizations and people have not been able to create that. And so our hats go off to you and your family for doing so. Well, every business has to be open to adapting because it just as time evolves, as far as requires us to adapt, irregardless of other forces that may change an in industry. Right. Um, and certainly agricultural industry is one of those that's had to change, especially here in the Bay Area. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, Charles, I had another question on that as well, uh, is when you were talking about kind of that that passion that you have for for both side of things, uh, one thing that particularly struck me as well is, and and you kind of just covered it uh, in one sense, but how then people's opinion of, of what you're doing doesn't really affect it at all because you're doing it because it fulfills you and you can you feel that you're providing a lot of value to people and would you say that's an experience that you've had um, on on both kind of sides of business throughout your journey yeah I mean as far as I I mean we all have to be true to ourselves as far as and do what we think is the right thing to do as far as and uh, living and working in the same community as far as if you don't treat people right as far as uh, you'll have one of those embarrassing situations as far as uh, out on the street at the supermarket as far as that of somebody that's mad at you because you didn't treat them well as far as uh, I, I mean I just try to do the best I can as far as and then the rest of it has to 
the, the, the fall as it may is for, uh, but I think if we all just do the right, try to do the right thing, try to be fair to all sort of, um, again, I'm starting to sound like an old man, sort of, but uh, I, I, I think that is a bit of wisdom that I have learned over my years. That's a great, that's great wisdom. It really is. Certainly. And uh, just as we begin to, to wrap things up here, um, I'll get you to kind of go over and, and cover where people can find um, both information on the Olivina and then for yourself um, through Uncle Credit Union. Um, but is there a final message you'd like to kind of leave the audience with that they can either take, an ac- take action on or just take away from this podcast from you? Okay. Well, I mean, it's certainly when we're talking about entrepreneurs as far as, I mean, I love the drive. I love the passion that uh, some people have as far as that want to always looking for the next venture. As far as a, uh, if they do it in a wise sense, have those relationships and rely on some of those uh, mentors that they have as far as some of them are family members, some of them are business associates. Uh, but I mean, I, I certainly would like to encourage uh, as far as everybody to, to look at that as far as if they have a passion that they want to go for, as far as life's too short, as far as uh, try it. As far as, uh, I mean, and you'll have enough people behind you to, to support you. Wow, that's a great, that's great. That is amazing. And, and then so finally, just where can people find uh, information on Olivina and on yourself through Uncle Credit Union, et cetera? Well, depending on what hat I'm wearing as far as at the moment, right? As far as well, Olivina, Joe already touched upon it. You can find us on Saturday mornings in downtown Pleasanton. Uh, we do do a tasting one day a month as far as out at our place. We're open to the public on the third Sunday of every month. Uh, right now with COVID-19, as far as it, it's not as full scale, uh, it's more pickup uh, bottles and no tasting going on. Olivina, uh, uh, as far as our website, is theolivina.com. Real simple. Uh, you can always find me as far as we're here, as far as in Livermore, uh, easy to track down. From the uh, from the, the the Uncle Credit Union side, as far as it's unclecu.org is our website. Uh, when you look at the business banking, as far as uh, you'll see this ugly mug on the website. So uh, you can definitely reach me with that. And my email is real simple there too. It's ccrowhair at unclecu.org. But just, you know, go to the uncle website as far as, and you'll find me and i uh, love to, love to chat, whether it's uh, from the financial world as far as for some, as far as in the olive oil from others. And at times I've done both as far as in the same discussion, as far as people come to the farmer's market, we start talking about the financial side and, and vice versa. Talking to people from the, from the banking end of it, as far as then all of a sudden they realize I'm the olive oil guy. Well, I'm going to just slide this in. We've been using your olive oil since our relationship. And boy, have you made me look good. Well, and, and uh, I, you know, we go both ways as far as we use Joe's name all the time to help people understand that the professional chefs love to use true extra virgin right. olive oil and how it can enhance a menu dramatically compared to what is bought off the, the typical supermarket shelf. Even though it says extra virgin, it's not. And that's, I know, a, a different podcast in itself is what we're going to talk about that. But we definitely do rely on the professionals to help spread that word 
sources don't have to listen to me, but if you listen to the professionals, they'll they'll go to they'll come to appreciate the olive oil at home as well so much better. Excellent, excellent, awesome. Well, we'll also put um, links into the websites for for both um, to in in the description of this podcast so people can go uh, and and find you there. Uh, but again, thanks so much for your time, Charles, you. for coming on. We Thank really you. appreciate it. Um, and yeah, we'll, fun. we'll we'll uh, end off as as we normally do. Cheers, Cheers for, for now. now. As always, head over to the Instagram and Facebook at Gen Z Journey, where you can get an inside scoop of what's going on behind the scenes, as well as seeing the exciting guests that are coming on for that week. But above all else, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate all your participation, and we're excited you're on this journey with us. See you next time.